T.A. here on the iSchool Sports Network, and we have a very special guest with us here at halftime, a man who has been on our coaching staff for as long as I can remember, Coach Lane Gay. Coach, thanks for talking with us, and happy late 24th anniversary. Thank you on both accounts. Um, you know, it's been a great year so far, and uh, on the anniversary account, I just married a good lady and she's been very good to me and supported me in any way she could during this coaching journey she sure has and we always me and you've known each other a long time and uh um not only were you a coach here but you graduated a bobcat here at woodland and uh i don't remember what year i can remember you playing but uh uh just how long have you been a teacher slash coach here at the school? Well, I was officially hired late in the summer of 1997 uh, by former principal Ricky Murphy. Um, and I immediately started teaching in the science classroom then and was gradually added to basically all three sports on the coaching staff. Um, probably football first, uh, firsthand, but then by year two, I was also helping with baseball and basketball. And you're no longer teaching now. You're Tell us what your job is now. I spent 18 years in the science classroom here at Woodland High School, and then I had an opportunity to um, take on the job of instructional coach here at Woodland High School for one year. And the state budgeting kind of changed in that school year, but the county system saw the need for one of those positions countywide to be able to help new teachers and uh, to help with testing and other things that go on in the system. So since then, I've had the opportunity to work out of the district office as a instructional coach and serve all seven schools within our system. So you've been with us a long time. I knew you had. Uh, and we appreciate your many years of service here. And uh, you've been through many changes on staffs here at the football field over the past few years. And uh how, how has that been for you to help get us through some of the transitions? Well, over the years, I've had an opportunity to work with some great people. Um, otherwise, I probably still wouldn't be in it. You know, you're supposed to enjoy what you do. And even going back to starting uh, my first position with Coach Ronnie Prince and Coach Max Yarber and Coach Billy Walls was around and several volunteers, you know, uh, Learned some things from them, and then we quickly transitioned to Coach Larry Strain. And I was part of his staff with several different guys for, uh, I think it's a 13-year period that he was head coach here. At least. Um, Maybe more than that. Um, And then worked with Randy Boyd for a couple of years, and then through Jeremy Stanford, and now with Coach Blair Armstrong. So, you know, I've gained pieces of knowledge and inspiration from all of those, and you know, every scenario has been a little bit different, but all of them has been great to me. I'm supportive of everything that I've done and supportive of my family. So it's just been a great experience. And you, like I said, you've been a mainstay and, and, and in some ways really the rock that's helped hold the program together sometimes. You've been through some great years, and, you know, we've all been through some tough ones too. What years come to mind as your best memories here at Woodland, not only as a player, but as a coach? Well, as a player, um, I was part of a great group that was able to 
start gaining some success when basically I was around a seventh or eighth grader. Um, Woodlands varsity team made the playoffs then. I think they were beaten early in the playoffs by Collinsville on a last second play. And then um, moving on up through high school, my freshman year and sophomore year, um, I was part of a great team. We made it to the semifinals my freshman year, to the state championship my sophomore year. Um, and then even junior and senior year, we had great teams. Um, injury bug kind of bit us both of those years and probably didn't reach our potential, but you know, it was still great experience playing with those guys. And that's probably what gave me the inspiration to get into education and be a coach because when I left high school, that was not my aspiration. I was actually um, working towards a physical therapy degree and I actually started volunteering here with a couple of my former teammates, Paul Gay and Kevin Smith. We drove down from Jacksonville area and would work with the football team here and you know, kind of got to missing it. And then uh, gaining that experience and seeing that I could be an integral part of a program, um, I decided I wanted to go into education. <clears throat> Excuse me. Probably took me a little bit longer to get out of um, college by doing that because I lost some hours in my transfer of graduate work, but um, I went into education and was lucky to be hired as soon as I graduated here at my home school and I've been here since then. Talking with Coach Lane Gay on the High School Sports Network. Um, continuing our little conversation here, Coach, uh, I know you have two daughters, Carly, who is uh, now at Auburn University. I had a chance to talk with them a little bit after the game. And Kenzie now at Southern Union, if I'm not mistaken. Help me if I'm wrong. Correct. And you also have a son who is on this year's team. How, how is it different for you as a coach now that you have a son playing? Well, he and I actually had, you know, conversations in the past um, about that situation because it is a little unique scenario. Um, I coached him a little bit in rec ball along the way and baseball and basketball, but he didn't get his first taste of football until he was a seventh grader last year. So he's in year two, he's an eighth grader this time, and he's had to step into the role of quarterback on the junior varsity team, and I also have him dressed with the varsity, so he just gets that much more experience of how the atmosphere is at that level, and hopefully that he can develop some leadership skills by just being a part of that. You know, he may not play quarterback in the future, but you know, being in that position now, mainly the leadership aspect of it with his teammates is what I'm looking at. And we always have conversations of, you know, things are going to go bad. Um, and when that happens, generally on the offensive side of the ball, all eyes are going to be on you to see what your response is, not only body language wise, what you say to kids, how you respond on the next play. So, you know, there are times that I'm probably a little tougher on him in the practice setting. But then I always go back to him and talk to him and explain, you know, why that I have to point out maybe maybe little small errors or things that he may need to correct in order just to be an example to the other kids. But it's been a great experience. I think he's enjoying it. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I know how important the summer workout program is. And over the summer, we've had a lot of things happen this summer. We had a coaching change. Um uh, which brought you in sort of as the intern for a little while. And, and then we were faced with the loss of a student athlete, ninth grader 
Samuel Robinson in a terrible accident. How, how do you deal with a situation like that with the team and the school? Well, touching on the coaching change first, um, you know, it was kind of a sudden situation, and it was no blame to Coach Stanford. You know, the opportunity came, and he had to make a quick decision. And so that day that we found out about his move was actually a normal workout day. So um, after he had spoken with the team, um, he said he had kind of talked to Mr. Waits about me being in the interim position, and, you know, I was fine with that. So we talked to the team that day, and we said, you know, our goal is to move forward. Um, You know, obviously we kept some of the things in place that we've been doing in the past, some of the things we tweaked a little bit just to give a little bit of fresh air um, to know, you know, that there were some positive things going on. Um, then we were con- continuing with our workout schedule and we were actually during the week that we were working on summer max outs um, when the accident happened and we lost Samuel. And, you know, obviously if anybody listening out there had read my interview in the Randolph Leader, you know, I stated that it was probably something that nobody has ever prepared for. Um, it's kind of a tough situation to handle, but you know, I wanted the kids to know that there were going to be people loving on them, supporting them. Uh, obviously, we had to kind of just pause with the workouts and football situation, and we were actually joined that next morning not only by the kids that had been doing uh, sports workouts, but the band members came down and joined us, um, several faculty members, several parents from the community came, and we just had you know, a time together as a unit um, here at the weight room on the school grounds just to kind of, you know, be together. Um, Dale and his siblings were there, um, you know, and it was that first opportunity for us to have contact with him after the accident and his siblings, you know, and we just, we just loved on each other for the main part. And then as the days passed, you know, it's still been tough in some situations, but, you know, we just tried to use it in a positive way to help our team and community grow. And thank you for that, Coach. Uh, I know it's been a few tough years, you know, as far as the win column, and this year's team's kind of got off to a little bit of a rocky start. But this year's team feels different, even with the youth and inexperience the team. It just feels together to me. Uh, has that been your feeling? And uh, how has Coach Armstrong's philosophy been different for you this year? Well, obviously it has been a little unique situation. Um, one of the main positives is our numbers have grown on both levels, varsity and junior high. Um, you know, there may be several factors going along with that. You know, I think a lot of kids in the school have been discouraged about just, you know, the inability to get things going. You know, I think some of them stepped up and finally said, you know, hey, maybe I can be the difference maker. If if I invest in it and I can get two or three of my buddies to invest in it and we bring two or three more, you know, they're just trying to make a change. It's really nothing different in the way that we as a staff are approaching kids other than just letting them know that we're going to be there to help them grow not only as a football player but also into a young man. Um, and I think that's kind of steamrolled a little bit. Now, obviously, we haven't won our first two outings, 
Um, you know, when, when I'm watching film, I do see some bright spots. Obviously, we're looking more on the negative side a lot of times because we're still wanting things to be better or perfect in a situation as far as the way plays are carried out or something like that. But, you know, there are some positives that we're building on. I think the kids are still excited. They're still working hard. Um, the junior high level is the same. They've got a lot of new faces, and I hope they can continue to improve also. And one last question. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to say to the community and fans and players or coaches or uh, uh, as we start the process of rebuilding this program? Um, first of all, you know, there's a lot of thank yous. Uh, and when you get to mentioning specific people or specific groups, you know, a lot of times you leave folks out. But, you know, one thing I've learned as being a high school coach a lot of people don't realize all the pieces that are part of any program, whether it be successful or not. Um, you know, everything from the athletic clubs to the administration in the school, the faculty in the school, the people that take up tickets on Friday nights, the people that help you line up pregame meals, the speakers at all our events, the churches and different groups in the areas that reach out to our student athletes and other students as well. You know, that's, that's a real eye-opening situation. And if you just sit down and think about all those pieces that are put together to support these kids, you know, you can't be anything but thankful. Um, you know, as this um, group continues to grow this year, you know, I hope we can give back to the community some success because we still have pretty decent crowds that come see us. Now, obviously, you know, we hope those grow along the way. Um, but I know that comes with success also. So, you know, first of all, just a big thank you to everyone that's had a part, not only in this year, but in the past. You know, we're sitting here in a field house talk, talking right now <laughs> that you probably played a pretty big role in helping get built several years ago. So, you know, it's a never-ending process. And that's one of the things I've always loved about this community and how we all have always over the years come together. If we need something, we we we. Do what it takes, and we get it done. Coach, thanks again for taking the time to talk with us on the High School Sports Network, and best of luck heading into region play, and we, again, appreciate your service here at Woodland. Thank you, and thank you for your team and all they do for us.